Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. I'm here with my very good friend and fellow coach, Matthew Coast today. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Helena. It's an honor to be back. Thanks for letting me be here. I love your stuff. So let's jump into this. I'm so excited. We're streaming this episode live on YouTube, by the way. So if you're listening to this on my podcast on Apple or Spotify or anywhere else, and you'd like to see a video of this episode, I'll include that as a link in the description or episode details. And today we're talking about five proven ways to attract the man you truly want. Is there anything you want to say before we get started here, Matt, or do you want to just jump right in? Uh, I, I do want to jump in, but I just want to say that if you're looking to attract a great guy and you're having any problems with it and you're just like, hey, what am I doing wrong? What should I be doing instead? Uh, this is These are going to be some really great tips for you. So pay close attention. Awesome. All right. I actually don't know what you're going to be sharing today. So I'm hoping to learn a few things here myself. What is the first proven way to attract the man you want? First one is actually a negative, which is to stop giving time to the wrong men. I talk to women every single day and, you know, deep dive into what's going on in their situations. And one of the most common things that I see is women who are overvaluing men who are undervaluing them. And so you want to stop doing that. Um, and what you want to start and, and instead, uh, only find guys that also value you go where you are being valued, not where you overvalue some guy who's giving you breadcrumbs, who isn't the right guy, who's, you know, got a million different problems that are going on with him. And you're trying to fix him or manipulate him into being the right guy. Stop doing that. It's just going to lead to lots of pain in your future. And instead, do some of these other things that we're going to be talking about. And I know that you agree with this one, Helena, because I'm so happy that we're starting with this. Yes, I could not agree more. I hear from so many women who say things like there are just no good guys out there. I can't seem to attract the kind of man I want only to find out later that she's like hanging on to a man who's just breadcrumbing her or not valuing her. And when you're doing that, you're just kind of engaging with men on this certain level. And I don't really ever see women who are doing that attract really high quality 
quality available matches at the same time. So you have to often let go of the men who are not the kind of man you want or who aren't available for the kind of relationship you want in order to like move up to the next tier and start attracting more high quality uh, partners. Have you seen that as well? Yeah, because one of the problems, and, and I get this a lot, where women are like, you know what, just sleep with some guy and have a hookup buddy until you find, you know, your marriage partner. And and that sounds great in theory, but what actually happens for most of these women that are doing stuff like that is that they end up getting attached and then next thing you know, they're falling in love with some dude that doesn't want anything to do with them, that isn't really a good man for them to be with, all because they just wanted to hook up with some guy and just have fun while they were on their way, you know, to meeting a great guy or a, a whole, there's a whole bunch of, this kind of encounters a whole bunch of different things, but that's a really, really common one. And so absolutely, if you're spending all your time and energy or even a little bit of your time and energy with the wrong guy, that's time and energy that you're not spending connecting with the right guy, uh, attracting the right guy, connecting with the universe and, you know, being in alignment with getting the right guy. It's closing yourself off and you want to be open to the right man coming into your life. So great, right? So it's not about applying tactics to try to make this one guy who isn't valuing you or prioritizing you to step up and see you in a whole new way, right? It's about moving through those men, recognizing that they're not the right one and moving on to the next better potential person for you, I think is what I hear you saying. And I totally agree with that. So this is great. Anything else you want to say on this first one or should we move into number two? Nope. I think that's good. We can go ahead and jump into number two. Okay. And number two is triggering his biological drive. And this is something that just naturally happens in some ways and something that you can do a lot about in other ways. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but if you've ever been into a guy that wasn't really great for you, um, then you know what it's like to have your biological drive triggered. Right. And uh, we all have a biological drive that almost instantly makes us feel attracted to someone when it's triggered, whether we want to be or not. And you can actually trigger a guy's biological drive, not because you're trying to get somebody that doesn't want to be interested in you, but because you want to connect with a guy and make him feel even more attracted to you than he already is. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Um, one is through his sight, right? So using senses is a really powerful one. Um, one is actually just being connected to your heart and in your feminine energy. That's a really powerful one because it, it creates this energy around you that makes him drawn to you. But there are other like very practical things that you can do as well, like using the color red, you know, when you go on dates, uh, because the color red, actually what it does is it simulates arousal and being excited and men are just naturally drawn to that. That's why, you know, a lot of women wear red lipstick because it, and guys think that that's so attractive and sexy is because that that's part of their, their uh, primal brains looking at that and seeing that and being like, Oh, that's so hot. Like I want to, you know, come towards her. And, you know, from one standpoint, I know a lot of women have problems with guys that are coming on strong too quickly or getting sexual too quickly with them. And at the same time, there's a part of him that needs to be that way because that's what drives him towards wanting to actually get to know you and learning about you and finding out more about you so that he can actually fall in love with who you are as a person 
and have that love grow uh, while he's kind of chasing that carrot of him being his biological drive being uh, triggered in order to come towards you. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you know this, but my very, very first client about a decade ago, 10 years ago, wasn't getting any really response online. I think she was on match.com and some other sites. I had her change her main profile picture to one where she was wearing a red dress and everything else was exactly the same. Overnight, she was just flooded with all these new potential matches, right? And she ended up meeting a great guy online. So I love that you said that. I've actually never heard you talk about that before. Is there anything else you want to say on this one or are we ready for number three? Um, well, the other thing that I want to say is just that uh, there's a whole bunch of other things that you can do with the senses, right? Smell, um, touch, just those kinds of things actually trigger this in him. And so you want to smell good. You don't want to smell, don't smell like poo. Don't smell like poo. Okay. Um, but like most things in life, the magic is really in the middle. You know, the extremes are where the problems are. And so if you do go and do stuff, don't put so much, you know, makeup on or, you know, smells on that you're like, you know, people can smell you down the block or whatever. You, you want to do things in uh, subtly because it's that subtleness that, uh, that, that uh, is a better place for you to be with most things that are out there. And so uh, that's all I wanted to say about yeah, the magic is in the middle. That probably applies to all of these or any advice we could probably ever tell you. I know you have some great things to say on that. Yeah. So what is the third proven way to attract the man you truly want? Uh, the third proven way is just showing some interest, like showing mm -hmm. him that you're interested in him in some way. Um, th there's a big myth out there that women shouldn't show any interest in a man because it's going to like push him away or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and the, there's a, a bunch of studies that have actually been done on this. And one of them is that uh, most men won't approach a woman. So what they found is that 65% of men need to have some kind of indication that you're interested in him in order for him to approach you at all in the first place. Mm. Most of the time, it's a myth that uh, women don't you know, make the first move or show any interest or any of that kind of stuff. If he doesn't think you're interested in you, uh, in him at all, then he's, he's probably not going to pursue anything. Even if you do show interest, he may not, but if you don't, then, you know, the likelihood that he's going to do anything, unless he's like a super aggressive guy. And if you date a lot of super aggressive guys, you might want to change that a little bit, but you want to show some interest. You know, you want him to know that you're interested because that's part of the carrot, right? That's part of the, the thing that keeps him going and keeps him moving is this idea that there's a frame around your interactions that is romantic. And so he will pursue that if there's a romantic frame there. It's so true. I mean, if you're just this ice queen and you're like, I'm doing nothing, I'm not going to show any interest. And you, you know, just have that mindset, you might attract men who are just in it for the conquest. And then once that type of man knows he has you, he's going to move on to the next one. And I don't know if anyone out there has experienced that. That's why I always say you want a man who's attracted to you when you are warm and open and receptive to him. That's what attracts a healthy 
whole partner, not some guy with wounds and insecurities and just like wants to get that conquest. So I think everything you're saying is totally spot on. I think it's really important. It's one of those magic is in the middle things, right? I think some people have over given in relationships have leaned forward so much. And then they go to that other extreme of like, I'm never doing anything ever again. And then men don't know that they're interested. So I think this is one of those things that applies. The magic is in the middle here too, right? Right. Yeah. And, and it's a common thing that we see because we mm -hmm. talk about this idea of leaning back. And a lot of times what women do is they'll misinterpret everything that we say as extremes. And yeah. they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, so I should lean back, which means I do nothing yeah. and I never show any interest, you know, and you're like, no, that's literally not what we're saying when we say lean back. Exactly. We're just saying pull your energy off of moving forward and trying to make everything happen and yeah. instead allow things to happen, allow him to pursue you, allow him to do a lot of those things. But you can also show interest. You can also make eye contact. You can also flirt and be playful and connect with them. And, uh, you know, if you're coming to it, which I, I often see a lot of women come to it and they, you know, they like sit down in front of the man and they pull out their checklist, right. And they're like, all right, so let's see, how is your relationship to your mother? You know, what is, yeah. why did your last relationship end? And they're just like crossing things off a list. Like, is this the right man? I want to find <laughs> out as quickly as possible, right? And it, it just creates, one, it's not fun for you. You know, that sucks. But you're like, hey, I want to get, I want to figure out what's going on with this guy as quickly as possible. You know, but for him, it's like, oh my God. You know, do I want to endure this for the rest of my life? Um, and the answer is no. And so, yeah, absolutely. Magic is in the middle. Let him know that you're, you like him, connect with him, and then give him space to pursue you. That's the mm -hmm. best way to do it. So great. All right. What is that next proven way to attract the man you really want? The next proven way is around playfulness. So being playful, connecting with him, connecting with your heart. This is really like connecting with the part of yourself that's, you know, just fun and flirty and having a good time, right? Because this is a very romantic uh, kind of like thing to be in, right? In this spot in yourself, right? We all have kind of this flirty, playful, fun part of ourselves. Some of us haven't connected with it in a long time, but like I was saying before, you know, you don't want to show up on a date and, you know, pull out the checklist and do all that because it's boring. But if you ever go and look at these couples that have been together for 30, 40, 50 years, and they still have healthy relationships and they still love each other and they're still romantic with each other, one of the things that you'll notice is that almost all of them are still being playful with each other. They're still flirting. They're still teasing. They're still poking each other and doing different things and <laughs> playing little practical jokes and gags on each other and just having a good time with each other because that's what builds attraction. That's what builds interest in a, a person. And that's how you keep it is you, you let go because it's really easy to go through life and get caught up in your job, you know, deal with all the trauma and issues that you've had in your life and, you know, let that weigh you down. And then you end up in your relationship and you're just stone cold and it becomes this cold experience that you both kind of experience with each other. And next thing you know, you end up as roommates, right? You're just hanging out with each other and you don't have that spark or that connection with each other anymore. And so you want to start it at the beginning and allow it to build and continue to, to go through, uh, 
actually building the relationship and into the relationship, not only does it make dating more fun, it makes relationships more fun. It makes your partner enjoy you and want to be around you and want to feel connected to you more often. It helps you guys deal with stressful situations and things in the world. Um, if you just kind of let go and allow yourself to connect with yourself and then with him through that playfulness. Does that make sense? That's great. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's perfect. I don't have anything to add to that one. I think it's really important. Uh, are we ready for that? Is, are we on number five or on the last proven tip? Right. Yes. Right? Number five uh, is coming from a high value place. And so, uh, um, you know, my suggestion is that you don't, don't be easy to get, but don't worry about being hard to get either. Be worth it to get. That's what you want to be is you want to be worth it. And so what does this even mean? What are we talking about with high coming from a high value place? And uh, there's really three main components that I think you should look at when you're looking at this. The first one is believing in your own value. And so if you don't believe it, a lot of times what will end up happening is you'll end up convincing him that you're not really high value as well because of something that I call the law of belief transference. And the law of belief transference simply states that whoever believes something more strongly will end up pushing those beliefs onto the people that are around them. And so if you don't believe that you're worthy and you're valuable and that you know you deserve to have a great guy and a great relationship, one, what's going to end up happening is you're going to settle for things that are, are not what it is that you actually want because you're afraid that you can't get anything better and you're going to be in and out of toxic relationships for a long time or at least situations that make you question your own value even more, just reinforcing these beliefs in you. And the other is that even if a guy does show up and you don't believe in your own value, you'll end up convincing him that that uh, you're, you're not really coming from a very valuable place. And um, if he doesn't feel like you really believe in yourself, it's, you know, sometimes at the beginning it can be good because he'll feel like he's needed and he can come in and save the day and all that kind of stuff. But over time it gets exhausting. It's just mm -hmm. too much. And so that's number one. Did you want to say something about number the I first part of it? I think it's so important. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to hear the next two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second one is communicating what you want. Um, this is a very big problem that I've been seeing more and more with women that come to me for coaching and uh, just advice and stuff is that they're coming from this space where they don't really believe that their voice is valuable. And there's also a bunch of misconceptions out in the dating industry where they're like, there's this thing out there where they're like, oh, well, you know, just see what he does. Don't tell him what to do. Just, you know, see what he does around you, you know? And it's like, well, if he doesn't, if you don't communicate what it is that you want, how is he supposed to know what it mm -hmm. is that you want? Mm -hmm. Right. And some women are like, well, he should just know, you know, or he should mm -hmm. read my mind or, you know, he should have been taught this. And it's like, well, he hasn't whatever woman that he dated or was in a relationship with you wanted something completely different than you. And uh, you need to believe that what you want is important and that your voice matters and, and you can communicate with him, show him where to go. But uh, he, and, and he might like, the, it's true. He might fake it, but he can only fake it for a, a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what you want to look for is consistency over time. You need him to prove himself over and over that he really wants to have the same kind of relationship with you. And I think there's a huge problem, especially in the dating industry right now, where people are jumping into 
hookups and sex and relationships way too quickly. And then they're like with somebody and, you know, three months down the road, they're like, I don't even know who this person is, you know, and you're like, oh, really, you know, or they're totally different than what I thought they were, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, you need to, it takes time to actually figure out who people are, you know, and so you want to show him how to please you and show him how to take care of you and show him how you want to be treated and then see what he does, right? If, if you tell him and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do what you want him to do. He doesn't uh, treat you well. Then you know from the very beginning that it's not getting any better, right? Yeah. If he does do these things, it's good, but you want to see it done over time. So, <sighs> so good. I love it. Point. Yeah. No, love it. Communicate what you want. Do you have an example of what that might sound like? Or I mean, I know you probably get so many questions about this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a there's a million different ways that you can do mm -hmm. it. Uh, I know you particularly like the whole, like I feel, or, you know, type of thing mm -hmm. where you just like, I'm feeling this, or, you know, like it would feel really great to me, you know, and that kind of thing, which is great. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I talk about it more in like a framing context where I'm like, you know, talk about, you know, you can even just tell him what it is that you want. Yeah, you definitely. Want uh -huh. uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of women want to like jump around, you know, and be like, <laughs> let me show him all these signs, you know, like I'm dancing like this. Doesn't, don't you know that when I dance like this, that means that I want, you know, a, a big cake for Christmas, you know, and he's like, what are you talking about? You know, and you're just like, oh, you know, you should know, right? Now, I believe in like real communication. I think mm -hmm. that's the mm -hmm. most valuable thing that you can do. And the longer that you're with someone, the, the more that being like just upfront and just communicating directly is really valuable. Um, and you can do other things like framing things as being attractive. Like, Hey, you know, I think it would be really, you know, I think it would be so hot if you, you know, planned a date for us, you know, I think that would be just, oh man, like, you know, I'm just dreaming about you doing that. And it's, oh, you know, it makes me feel so taken care of and safe, you know, and using those kinds of things is what he wants to do, right. As the masculine, he wants to protect you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to take care of you. And so when you talk in those ways, he, it like triggers his, his like masculine drive. And he starts going, yes, I, I am taking care of my lovely lady over here and she's amazing and I am making her feel safe and, you know, all those kinds of things, which is really great. You want to push him into the, his masculine as much as you can and drop into your feminine as much as you can, it, because in most scenarios, that role of you being feminine and him being masculine always benefits you. And so I, most of the time you want to, you like, it's in your benefit to do that. Mm, I love that you said that. Oh my gosh, that would be a great episode. Just a whole topic just on that. I think that's so important. And there's a lot of misinformation out there, like you said. So yeah, what is the third component to this last? Uh, the third uh, component fight? is just um, giving him space to come and pursue you, you know, mm, just giving him yeah. that space. And, and it's very, very common. I was actually just talking to a woman, you know, about an hour ago, and she was talking about how she was like, she started going through my videos. And she was like, she noticed that 
you know, when her guy would start doing something, she would like fill in that space. Right. And that's one of the biggest things that you don't want to do. You just want to give him space. You want to watch what it is that he does. It's, it's natural and normal for people to want to fill in that space, to want to start pursuing, to being like, okay, it's on. All right. I'm going to start doing all these things. And I want him to feel like I'm amazing. So I'm going to plan everything and do everything. And, you know, I'm going to set up all the dates and here's what we're doing. You, you know, bring out your calendar and you're like, okay, Thursday, we're going to be doing this. And then Friday, we're going over to my my mother's house. And then Saturday, we're going to the botanical garden, right? And you're like doing all this stuff. Um, and the problem with that, there's a whole bunch of different problems with that. But uh, one of the problems with it is that men need to pursue you, they need to invest in you in order to, to feel uh, a deeper connection with you in order to feel like they uh, don't want to lose you in order to rationalize in their minds about how much they like you because they look back at their actions and they go, what just happened here? I did all these things. So I must really like her. Right. But if he looks back at his actions and he's like, yeah, I was just hanging out in my place and she came over with the Turkey and, you know, like cleaned my apartment and then, you know, set up everything and like made my bed and then, you know, left. He's not thinking, man, I must really like her. He's thinking, man, she really likes me and I'm not sure how I really feel about her. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you want him to invest. You want him to pursue. You want him to do all these things and don't take up that position for him. Because there's an analogy I heard the other day. Uh, men want to climb to the top of the tree and pick the apple off the top of the tree. That's what makes them feel really good about that apple. They don't want the apples laying on the ground. And mm -hmm. so you want to let him do that for you. So great. Oh my gosh. I'm loving all this information. Sorry. I'm kind of losing my voice today. Um, would you want to recap these, uh, these five proven ways real quick, and then we can get to some questions before we close out. Sure. Five proven ways, you know, what can you do to attract the man that you really want? Number one, stop giving time to the wrong men because it closes you off to the right one. Number two, trigger his biological drive because that's what makes him pursue you and get to know you and learn more about you on the way to, uh, you know, falling in love and doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, number three, show him some interest, you know, don't go overboard with it, but, you know, make sure that you're showing him interest. Um, number four is being playful. Just be connected to yourself and your heart and your, you know, feminine energy and have fun with them and be playful. And number five is coming from a high value place which means, you know, believe in your own value, communicate what you want and give him space to actually come and pursue you because the more he pursues you, the more he will value you. Amazing. Okay, great. And we just, we have a couple questions in the chat. Let me just scroll back up to the top. Oh, you're very welcome, everyone. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, everybody. Justine says, tell me how to keep the man addicted. Any thoughts there, Matt? I know you probably have a lot to say on that. <laughs> I could do an entire, you know, multi-day workshop yeah. on that topic. Um, the most important thing that you can do if you want him to be addicted to you and in a good way, right? Because right. some, some things we're addicted to are good things for us to be addicted to. Right. And right. you can be one of those things where he's addicted to you and you're a good thing. And the way that you do that in the best way is connecting with his emotional needs. And for men, the number one emotional need that they have is the emotional need of uh, significance or respect or importance, however you want to call it. It's all kind of the same thing. And so you want to make him feel good about himself, right? 
Guys won't remember everything that you did or everything that you said to each other, or any of that kind of stuff, but they will remember how they felt or didn't feel when they were around you. And so uh, you want to make him feel good about himself and you want to connect with him in the right way. Um, and there's other emotional needs that you can connect with as well, you know, is uh, making him feel accepted, making him feel safe, uh, making him feel that, uh, you know, there's like some excitement or passion there. Um, th those are the four primary ones that you want to look at, but uh, th those are some of the most powerful ones. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, just scrolling, looking for some questions. Uh, Angela says, I would love to know more specific examples of biological attraction tips. Do you have any right off the top of your head that we could share quickly here? Um, well, there's a whole bunch of different ones. There's a bunch of stuff that you can do with your body language because believe it or not, we're actually like, we're wired. We're hardwired to be in connection with each other, right? None of this is like happenstance. It's all like, mm -hmm. you know, we, uh, like men and women naturally are supposed to mate and are supposed to do all these things. And so, uh, you can connect with him just with your body language and how you're standing, right? Wearing clothes that are form fitting for your body. You can do it with just making eye contact and then looking down. It's kind of like this, you know, like really attractive kind of submissive uh, eye movement thing that makes men, you know, attracted to you. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of different things. You know, if you want a guy to kiss you, uh, you can look at his lips and, you know, kind of do things with your lips and that kind of stuff. You know, you can like move in close to him and kind of pull yourself away. And it's kind of like this teasing thing, right? Get into his little bubble, you know, maybe touch him on his chest or something and pull yourself away, you know, depending on what kind of relationship you have with him right now. Um, yeah, there's a million different things. We can okay. talk about that all day. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we are live right now. <laughs> Ed Marie says the best people in the world here in this chat. Oh, love you guys so much. Yes, organic relationships. Um, you're very welcome, everyone. Let's see. I'm just looking for some questions. You want me to uh, mention something about the link real quick? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So there's a link that's probably down there somewhere. And uh, that link will... Uh, take you to a video about uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm teaching with some of my uh, best clients, some of the secrets that my best clients use to attract and get into an amazing relationship with a high quality man who loves them and makes them feel safe and makes them feel seen and makes them feel valued. And so if you're interested in, in learning more about what it is that I teach and what it is that I do, you should go check out that link below there. And, um, you can watch that video. And at the end of it, there's an offer to jump on a call with either one of myself or one of my team members. And we can talk to you about your situation and what's going on with you. Yeah, that is the first link in the description. So uh, if you're watching live, just close the live chat, click the title of this video. It'll open up the description. If you're listening on my podcast, that'll be the first link in there as well. And uh, Joy says, thank you so much for your inside advice and encouragement. I put to practice last night something from the gentleman frame and it worked. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt's advice absolutely works. So thank you for sharing your experience here. I love it. Um, I think that might be, the oh, here's one more. From Tara, uh, the, I said to my man who did something sweet for me, thanks for taking care of me. He replied, I don't take care of you. What does that mean? Any quick thoughts on this one? I know you have to go in a minute or two. And he replied, I don't take care of you. Uh, I'm not sure what that, I mean, it sounds like a kind of a weird thing to even say. Thanks for taking care of me, babes. And he was like, 
I don't take care of you. I, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds like some issue that he has going on in his mind about something around taking care of somebody or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, you might actually want to ask him about it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's usually the better way. You know, if, if you've been seeing this guy for a while, there's no problem. Like if you've been seeing each other for three months, longer than that, um, and you guys are calling each other babes and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, you should be able to have real conversations with them and just be like, mm -hmm. hey, you said, you know, uh, when I said this, you said that, like, what did you mean by that? I'm just curious, right? And just being curious about it. Um, he'll probably say something yeah. and it, it'll either uh, be like, Hey, I don't want to talk about that. Or it'll be something that's really honest about what's going on with him. Mm -hmm. um, and either one of those things will give you some insights into yeah. what's going on in his head. Yeah. Super straightforward rather than making assumptions. Absolutely. So um, this is gold. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Last question. I see how long does it take a guy to know he's in love? Any thoughts on this one, Matt? Well, I have a lot of different thoughts and things to say about that. Um, some guys will feel like they're in love very, very quickly, right? Mm -hmm. There's this thing of love bombing and there's a lot of assumptions out there that it's some manipulation technique where a guy's trying to like hurt you or, you know, do something bad to you. And a lot of times that's not actually the case. Sometimes a guy just, you know, like he sees you and he's like, oh my God, she's so amazing, right? And that actually happens to him. It's happened to me before. So I know it happens to other guys and um, it takes time though. It takes time for real love to really develop. It could take months for real love to actually develop in a guy. And so um, I would just give it some time. You know, if a guy does that, just, you know, just watch his actions over time, watch how he, he is over time and don't get overly caught up in this idea that he's in love with you, especially if it's been a very short period of time or you're just initially dating a guy or something like that. Give him time. Don't get overly attached. Don't fall into that and just allow things to kind of go. And if he's trying to rush something, slow him down a little bit and just give him some time because he might end up sobering up and realizing that that was some kind of lust thing. And because uh, it, it can take longer periods of time for him to really fall in love and know that he's in love. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that, that would be my suggestion on that. Amazing. Yeah. Kristen says, Helena and Matthew, the OG dating advice duo. <laughs> I love that. That just made me laugh. You guys are so funny. Um, Tara says, thank you. Your answer was helpful to uh, the last question. I saw just one more come through. She says, my question is, how do I make him open up to me as he's been so close and doing stuff that I like, I want him to express himself about how he feels about me. Any thoughts on this one? Um, I, first off, I'd look at how long you've been seeing each other and mm -hmm. how things are going with that. You know, I'd look at how does he open up in general with other things. Um, but generally speaking, there's two different things that are really important around opening up. One is creating a space that he feels safe in to open up, right? And then the second one is this principle in psychology that they call the go first principle, which is uh, opening up about something with him. You know, don't make it something extreme, especially if you guys haven't opened up to each other before. But, you know, it's kind of like a ladder of opening up with each other over time. And so uh, just do that, right? Do a little bit of opening up a little bit here, a little bit there, right? And 
then there's actually a third one that you can do as well, mm-hmm. which is accuse him of things that you think are going on with him uh, that are like good, right? Like if you're like, oh, he really likes me, or I think he's in love with me, or I think that, you know, something's going on like that, you can accuse him of it. Like, oh, you really like me, don't you? You're just totally into me. And he's going to be like, what? No, get out of here. And you're, you're going to be like, oh, no, I saw you do that. The way that you were looking at me earlier, like you are just so mm-hmm. into me, like you can't even help yourself. You're trying, you're pretending right now, but I know what's really going on with you, right? And he's going to be like, no, no, no. And you're going to be like, yeah. You know, and then eventually he'll be like, oh, okay, maybe that's really what's going on with me. You got me, you got me, right? Or or whatever, right? And, and uh, those can be really powerful ways to do things. So make them feel safe. Uh, go first principle, but do it slowly. Don't, you know, go from like, hey, we're friends to like, I love you, have my babies, right? You want to go like slowly up the ladder of things. And then the third one is just accusing him of good things that uh, – uh, like he likes you or whatever, whatever it is that you're looking to do here. It's so great. Yeah. I, she, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, she was typing in as you were talking, she said she, she actually did that. That was exactly his response. So <laughs> I love it. That was very helpful. Okay. I know we're over on time and you have a call in like a minute. So just thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you want to say? You're very welcome, everyone. Thank you so much. We love you all. Anything else, Matt, about uh, the link in the description, the very first link for everyone. If you're watching the replay, you can go click that link as well. Yeah, go check it out. Um, I tell you a lot of things that have worked in that video that's on that page about uh, clients that uh, of mine that have been the most successful. And they take those secrets that I talk about in there on board and you'll find that it's uh, really, really powerful stuff. So go check it out. Okay, that'll be the first link, whether you're listening on my podcast on Apple or Spotify or watching on YouTube. And thank you so much, Matt. This was amazing. I'd love to do this again soon. And thanks for everyone who was uh, joining us live. And I'll get the replay of this posted right away if you missed any from the beginning. Awesome. Thank you, Helena. Bye, everybody. See you next time. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.